Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Welcome to Pillow Talk with Dr. Boyce and Dr. Alicia Watkins. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. I'm here with my lovely wife, Dr. Alicia. How are you doing today, babe? Doing great. How are you feeling this morning? Doing extremely well. Huh. Extremely well. Okay. I don't feel as good as you look. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, <laughs> look at you, romantic. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to <laughs> try, do, doing my best. Doing my best. Uh, so anyway, I want to say hello to Helen Hall Rivers and uh, and the rest of you that are in the chat. Uh, in case you don't know, Pillow Talk is a show that my wife and I do where we get together and we literally lay against our pillows and have intelligent black conversations and fun conversations about things happening in the black community. My wife is a uh, licensed therapist and a full professor of social work, and my PhD is in finance, and I wrote a book called Financial Lovemaking. So we tend to talk about topics that relate to money and love, and my wife has a lot of awesome books as well um, on financial anxiety and uh, things related to couples counseling. Her website is coachingwithdralicia.com. So anyway, as you come in, please hit the thumbs up button, thumbs up, share, subscribe, and let's do a quick audio check. Uh, give me a yes if you can hear us okay. Uh, let us know if we're coming through already to make sure our audio is good. And uh, and then we're going to jump into the topic for today. So today's topic has to do with Miss Kiki Palmer. Kiki, uh, who has this uh, beautiful baby with a guy who she claims is not treating her well. Uh, have you been following this? Yeah, you know, I've been following it. I've been following this. And it's interesting. I've been following a lot of celebrity relationships because there's so many teachable moments in these stories. Mm, so okay. it's quite intriguing to me. Well, what's the backdrop here? So Kiki Palmer uh, has a relationship with this guy. Uh, what's his name? Is it Darius? Is that his name? Darius Jackson. Yeah, Darius Jackson. Mm -hmm. And Darius uh, and Kiki have been together. I don't know how long. Um, well, long enough to have a baby. <laughs> yeah, so they had a baby. I guess they're both around. I know Kiki's around the age of 30. And Darius, uh, I don't know what, what his age is, but... Kiki's been uh, making some heavy allegations of abuse. Uh, she's basically saying that Darius has not been the ideal boyfriend and uh, hasn't really been um, kind to her lately. He's been kind of kind of mean and, and rough uh, with her, and uh, it's led to restraining orders being filed and accusations being sort of levied uh, across the board. Um, what what's your what's your initial take on this? I you know okay, so you just had a baby. Uh, she was last time I saw Kiki, she was um wearing a you know pretty tight little outfit dancing with Usher and uh her boyfriend. <laughs> that was the last time we talked about them, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and there was a whole debate on the internet about whether or not that was disrespectful or not. And uh and so now we've got this. So what what's what's going on here? I got a couple of takes on this, but my main issue is What's going on with the babies involved in this? Like, can you imagine being born in the middle of such chaos between your parents? Mm. And I'm not even just talking about, like, this beautiful baby, this sweet, innocent, sentient soul brought down in the middle of human being chaos. Like, and the parents can't be adult enough to put the child first. And not only am I watching this story, but I'm also keeping... Uh, <laughs> A pretty close eye on what's going on with Krishan Rock, because I also did a video with her, mm. and she just had a baby with Blueface. And these, this is like out of my age range, but I'm still following the show, and I'm looking at that beautiful baby, thinking, mm. here this baby is dropped in the middle of their chaos. So, I mean, it just, it just speaks to how um, parents get together. If you're going to have a child, you should always do what's in the best interest of that child. 
Well, you know, what I don't understand is that you have people that have, the, I, I think it's just, in my view, I see it as a lack of self-awareness that, you know, you're 30, right? And you're bringing this new baby into the world and you want the baby to start with a clean slate, right? Well, but, it's, it's best of a slate as possible. <laughs> right, right. Clean slate meaning yeah. the best chance possible to be happy, successful, everything else cleaned up your slate yet. Like you haven't cleaned up your drama, your issues. You haven't, you know, you have, and I'm, I'm going back to that word that you're, that I'm sure you have a lot to say about, which is trauma. You know, mm -hmm. you, you have your dramas coming from your undiagnosed, untreated trauma. So you're spilling this like a virus onto the life of the child. Like it's like a spiritual virus. It's like, you know, because think about this, right? If you both, if you're two interesting people, like say Darius and Kiki, if you simply both committed to, to healing therapy, things that will calm your ass down, <laughs> you know, instead of having you throwing chairs and busting wine bottles across the floor, you know, just crazy stuff. Fighting you, over cell phones. <laughs> right, right, right. You, you could be much better parents, but it's like people don't, everybody wants to think that they're perfect the way they are and they don't want to do that work to repair themselves. I think that should be kind of a requirement that you repair yourself before you bring in another life into the world. What do yeah, you think? Yeah, I do agree with that. It's like, it's like, um, if you are, if you know you have issues and <clears throat> you know that you're not prepared to take a look at your own issues, you know, don't form a family. Like only reason why you owe it to anybody to get yourself together is if you decide to get with someone and start a family. Once you make that decision, you have to make that decision to make sure that you are mentally sound. Mm. Don't start a family if you're not willing to put the work in to get your mental health together. Mm. Well, you know, I, I, it's funny you say that. And by the way, everybody, you listen to Pillow Talk with Dr. Boyce and Dr. Alicia Watkins. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. This is my wife, Dr. Alicia Watkins. And uh, Dr. Alicia, she does. She actually does healing retreats and uh, therapy with uh, individuals, couples, and families. So if you'd like to learn more about what she does, feel free to go to coachingwithdralicia.com. Yeah, and actually, um, I have a group starting, a new group starting on Sunday. And if you go to Dr. Alicia Wellness. Uh, That's Dr. my okay. healing work is on the wellness website. If you go to Dr. Alicia Wellness, you can sign up for that. We start on Sunday. Okay, so that's DrAliciaWellness.com. Yeah, okay. For everybody who has a family and wants to show up for your family in the proper way. Okay, DrAliciaWellness.com. Yeah. Thank mm -hmm. you for sharing that. Um, yeah, so, okay, so so back to Kiki, you know, um, I, I, if, if I was to really sort of summarize this, right? So, so here's the deal, right? It's, it's like, it's so crazy and dramatic. It's hard to even keep up with all of the drama that's been thrust around, right? There is, you know, there's the, the there's her original accusation of, oh, he abused me. And to be truthful, so many people, it's, it's interesting. Abuse is one of those things that you can't overlook because I literally legitimately, um, just this week had someone who spoke at our all black national convention before who was killed by her husband. Uh, her name was Robin. She lived in Houston and uh, it was all over the news and it was terrible. Stabbed her in front of his daughter and all this other crazy stuff. Uh, so you have to take it seriously, right? You cannot mm -hmm. say, oh, you're lying. You know, men don't do that kind of thing to women. That That's just not true, right? We know violence happens. But then we also know that it's an easy out for some people, right? A lot of people can just say, oh, he was abusive. He was abusive. And then everyone's like, oh, we, we believe you, girl. And, and I just don't see Kiki Palmer, you know, she's, she's heavy, 
she's a strong person. She appears to be anyway. She does. She kind of is. She gives this vibe of a woman who does her her does her thing unapologetically. You know, I'm gonna dance with Usher. I'm gonna, you know, my sexuality. She's she does not pick a sexuality. She says she's sexually fluid, like all these other black people in Hollywood <laughs> who turn weird. Uh, and uh, and also, but sexuality is fluid though. It, so it is fluid. Let's not even go it down that road. Fluid. Let's not even go down. I'm not even going down that road. I want. I. I. I, true, I like you because you're a woman. If baby, if you were a dude, you would not be in the bed with me right now. <laughs> you show his head wouldn't be laying next to me like like, like you are at this moment. So, okay. So no, it, dude's not allowed in my bed. Sorry if that makes me discriminatory. Then sue me. It is a continuum, but continue with your continuum. Point. My ass. Anyway, so 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 anyway, so so here's the deal. Um, I think with Kiki is like, what's crazy is like, so she's accusing him of being abusive. He seems to be accusing them of keeping him from his son. And then, yeah. and then, and then there's like this. So he's throwing, he's slinging mud back. So he comes back and he he plays this video or this audio of Kiki's mother. Of I don't have her name in front of me. You can help me if you remember her name. But Kiki's mother, Sharon, I think. Sharon, yeah, Sharon is now in the media, um, and she's saying that I've never seen Sharon. Now she pops out of the woodwork. Right, right. So, her baby. Right. Suddenly Sharon <laughs> is in the middle, and 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 there's the audio of Sharon saying, "I'll put a bullet in your head." Ooh. Right. So then once, you know, so think about this. Right. So now you're creating even more drama, trauma and chaos because now Darius's mama gets involved and she's like, as she should. Yeah. And she sends a text over to Kiki's mama saying, I heard you were planning to put a bullet in my son's head. That's a problem. I'm you're taking it to another level. <laughs> right. Right. So. So, you know, and, and then when you hear the audio, he just keeps repeating. He's where, like, I'm not here for drama. I'm not here for any of this. I'm just mm-hmm. here to spend time with my child. Right. I mean, he made it very clear. Just and the thing is, is that how did the signals get crossed? Like, clearly, he showed up at nine o'clock in the morning. Where did he get that time from and that date and the address? You know, there had to have been a prior arrangement. You would think it wasn't like he just showed up out of nowhere. Who's got time to just show up out of nowhere and just demand your child? Clearly, you know, I would. Let's just assume that they agreed, okay, come and get the baby tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. You can spend time with your child. Because you cannot keep a child away from their biological parent. You really shouldn't. That that mm-hmm. bond with both parents is important, no matter what's going on between you and the other person. You can't stand them, but you have to hold on and be an adult and let the child bond with the non-custodial parent at this point. So he comes, he shows up, he's expecting to see his child, and... Where's the child? It could have been so easy. Pass the baby on. Here's the formula. Here's the whatever. Here's the diapers. Have a good day. I'll see you at tomorrow morning or whatever their arrangement was. You know, that's seamless. That's adults talking to adult. Mm-hmm. But when he's coming there and clearly he got the message that he was supposed to pick his child up and the baby ain't even there. Yeah, I, I think I'd like to learn more about that, right? Because right. because that video, because that audio, she claims that it was just like the trail end of their conversation. And you only caught her responding to him because he was being so forceful or whatever. But he didn't sound forceful. He sounded, no, he's he, like... he didn't sound elevated. He was like, where's my son? Where's my son? Where's my son? I'm not here for Every this drama. Pa- <laughs> and I'm sorry. I, I don't, I, you know, unless there's a, a legitimate reason for this man not to have his son, which I can't think of too many reasons for that. Um, you know, like we wouldn't keep a mother from her child. We, you know, if you take a, a mama's baby away, she's going to go mama bear on your ass. 
you know, so I, I don't, you know, I think that it's, um, it's, it's interesting. And then also I, Kiki's mom deflected on this, on this whole, like, well, it's illegal to record people in California. Well, I don't care if it's legal or not. Legality is not the same as morality. Maybe he need, maybe he needed to record himself to show how outrageous the other party is being. Was this before, after she, um, filed the restraining order i'm not certain that, I kind that's of feel the part like, that's the part yeah. where i'm not sure but right so maybe the details would be in the articles that you have on your phone mm-hmm. but um but it, it maybe say. maybe you could look that up but but the but yeah but so so if there's a legal reason for him not to be there then i get that right i know that but I, all the only legality she seemed to mention was it's illegal to record people she didn't say he violated a restraining order to come to my house you know now if that's the case obviously that's an issue but still, though, there was that, I don't think that, there was a restraining order. Really? There wouldn't have been a restraining order. Well, I know that she, Kiki filed one for one. Yeah. So, I mean, that makes sense. So if you go to a judge and you say, OK, this person hurt me, the judge will will grant the restraining order, even without listening to the other person's story, because they say, you know what? I'm going to file a temporary restraining order until we can investigate into this further. And the reason why they do that is because of what you just mentioned. When this lady in Houston that was brutally attacked mm-hmm. and murdered by her husband, right? right so right. it's reasons like this that the, a judge will say, yes, let's just file a temporary one until we have this court date or whatever in December, and then we'll tease it out. And then the judge will look at all the evidence at that point and then say, okay, we'll just keep the restraining order going or this is bogus. We're throwing it out. There's no restraining order. And that's what Darius is saying. Okay, just wait till I get my day in court. This restraining order is bogus. I am not harming this lady. I have no intention of harming her. I just wanted to have a parenting plan where I can spend time and bond with my child. Right. This is what he's saying. Okay. We don't know. This is all alleged. All right. Right. Well, by the way, you're watching Pillow Talk with Dr. Boyce and Dr. Alicia Watkins. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. This is my wife, Dr. Alicia Watkins. Uh, we are two black professors who uh, who like to, hopefully in an intelligent, educated way, discuss issues going on in the black community. Uh, we wanna be unique from the rest of media. We're not here to gossip about Kiki Palmer. We're here to uh, elevate the discussion. Uh, her work is, uh, she's a licensed therapist and a full professor of social work. And my PhD is in finance. And um, I wrote a book years ago called Financial Lovemaking, which is all about how love and money kind of mix together. And my website is boycewatkins.com if you'd like to learn more about me. Uh, Dr. Alicia, she's actually hosting a group uh, for people that want to heal. Uh, if you'd like to take a look at that group and be a part of it, you can go to dralishawellness.com. And uh, she's good at what she does. So feel free to take a look at that. Now, I want to ask you, I want to talk to you about, you know, this thing that you have educated me on extensively called trauma. And, uh, <laughs> and, 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 and I, I, when I see stuff like this now, now I see trauma everywhere. Now, when I look at the black community, I see trauma everywhere. You're trauma and informed. I, I am. Called. Well, you know what? I'm glad. And, and, I, and so here's what I see, right? Like, so when I, when I see, and then also you talked about all the health and physical and mental health effects of trauma what trauma does to the body, uh, why, you know, traumatic, traumatized people die earlier, traumatized people have significant mental health issues, traumatized people have significant issues in relationships. Uh, we re-traumatize each other in relationships. It ruins our finances. It, it, you know, it just makes it hard to run a family. So it, it almost said to me that healing is required for almost anybody that wants to navigate in a healthy way in this chaotic world. So, so based on your specialization in trauma, uh, what what would you say, like, if you were talking to this family right now and you were kind of like, 
I, I'll, I'll say I'll, I'll say, speak my short piece and then I'd like for you to jump in with your perspective. But, you know, leading a family means you're a leader. And to me, to lead others, you have to make sure your path is clear. You have to make sure you have sort of shaken off certain uh, lower vibrational aspects of who you are so that you can focus on the higher vision that others can follow. Right. So you're leading a family. Right. This little man who's born in the middle of this thing, he's looking up to mommy and daddy. Mommy and daddy are the wisest people in the world. They're supposed to guide him to whatever wonderful life he's supposed to have. And mommy and daddy are acting a goddamn fool, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I, 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 I'm I almost thinking, and maybe you can tell me if I'm right, but I'm almost thinking that mommy and daddy, if they really care about this baby, if they really want to lead this family properly, will work on themselves and realize that even though it seems like he's the problem or she's the problem, everybody's the problem. Like, just the way y'all all came together to make this baby, y'all also came together to make this drama. Mm-hmm. So what what would you say to that? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you should start with the baby and the vision that you have. So ideally, if they could get together and decide how they want their child to be in. Because we know that whether the parents are together, whether they're not together, whatever the circumstances are, they have to decide on having a healthy, loving environment of which this baby is to be raised in. So that that child can be the best of who they want to be in the future. So they have to make a decision about what kind of life do they want their child to have. And they need to stick to that. Both of them, if they can be on the same page, that would be wonderful. But if not, each each of them individually needs to know, this is the type of loving childhood that I would love to have my child to be raised in. This loving environment, that's key. No matter what the family structure, no matter what's going on, whether you got a lot of money or no money at all, resources or everything, that should be the key thing in the parents of, in the eyes of the parents. What type of loving environment should this child be raised in? And making sure that if you love your child, you have to also love the parent. <laughs> you have to also love your the parent of this child. So women, if you love your children, you have to show love to the father. Fathers, if you love your children, you have to show love to the mother. They go hand in hand. It can't be mm. separate. That's so true. Like, you, <laughs> like, you, like, like, really. And I'm thinking about it, that's an interesting point. So it's almost like you're saying that I can't say I hate my baby mama without and love also your say, child. At right, the you same can, time. right. You can't say I love my baby, but I hate my baby mama, or I love my baby, but I hate my baby daddy. Like that's you can't say just that. not even a logical. Statement. No, you have to find it in yourself to find love for that person because you love your child. Because think about it, if you are walking around angry, frustrated, mad, cussing out the daddy and saying very negative things about them, well, first of all, that's borderline parental alienation, right? Which is child abuse. Which is a form of child abuse, right? We're we're now learning that this is a form of child abuse. So that's the first thing. The second thing is that the child is thinking psychologically, oh my goodness, this is my parent, biologically me. If there's something wrong with my dad, then hence there's something wrong with me. This is an unconscious thing that children tell themselves. They don't even know that they're doing it. And the same thing with the mom. You know, if the father is saying all negative things about the mother and the child is hearing this, you know, on the unconscious level, especially if it's a daughter, right? It's like, wow, I identify with my mom. Me and my mom are similar. So if my dad doesn't like my mom, then there's some part of me of which my dad doesn't like. What does that do to your child? Mm. Oh, that's heavy. 
That's so true. They grow up and they're in my office <laughs> and they're talking about these things that they experienced when they were younger and they can't make sense out of it. Mm. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Um, and this will be our last question for you, Bounce. By the way, okay. you're you listening to Pillow Talk with Dr. Boyce and Dr. Alicia Watkins. Please hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up, share, subscribe. Um, for some reason, I can't see you guys' comments uh, through here for whatever reason. Oh, are it's we not, on? Yes, yeah, Maybe we're not on. Yeah, the only comment I saw was Helen Hall Rivers' comment, but I know that there are other people here. I just can't see the comments, so I apologize for not being able to respond to you all directly. But um, uh, uh, please hit that thumbs up button. Thumbs up, share, subscribe. Also, this podcast is on Spotify. And Apple. So if you uh, just look up my name, Boyce Watkins, on Spotify and Apple, and I put everything um, on the Dr. Boyce breakdown. So uh, feel free to follow us on Spotify and Apple. Also, Dr. Alicia, uh, her website is coachingwithdralicia.com. See, she sees clients on an individual and collective basis. And uh, she's actually starting another healing group, actually, very soon. Yes, on uh, Sunday, on Sunday, Sunday night. Sunday night. Every third Sunday of the month. Sorry every, to cut you off, but. That's okay. Every third make Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> DrAlishaWellness.com. So there we go. All right. So I'll give my final thought on this. Um, I, 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 and then I'll ask you a final question, then we'll bounce out of here. Um, so with Kiki Palmer and, and Darius and the baby, so you've got her accusation, like, okay, he's, he's abusing me. And then he's coming back. It seems to me, he's saying they won't let me see my son and his, her mama is threatening to shoot me in the head. And mm, then his Lord. mom was coming in. Everybody's so you got this family dynamic that now involves Kiki, Darius, the baby, the mama, and not a and mama's mama. involved, right? And, and now, now me as a man, I'm biased. I'm gonna be like, where's the daddy's at? Like, why, why are the fathers not? connected in this like what's like if somebody's really trying to hurt my daughter you're not really going to hear as much from the mother as you might hear from me first like i feel like okay i go into protection mode whatever but then it's like it's like it's just it's just a mess right and the baby suffers right the baby will be the biggest victim in all of this uh these two never should have had a kid if they can't get their stuff together but then again, since when did, you know, people... That don't stop nobody, since, Right, boys. right. Since Come when on. did people stop having sex because somehow people get hurt by it, right? Like, since when did we ever actually think about the future, right? That's that's so old-fashioned of us to say that, that you should actually plan your future. So so anyway, here's here's a question I want to ask you then. Um, if these two were in your office, if they were clients and, or, you know, just coming in and saying, like, what do we do? Uh, mm -hmm. where, do you, where do you start here? Like, boundaries. What? I would start with boundaries. Okay. For sure. Um what is what what is unacceptable and what is what is acceptable behavior between the two of them mm. and come to a decision on clear boundaries there and then talk to them about okay we have two different households how one person decides to run their household as long as no one's in danger and it's nothing illegal you have no say so about what's going on in the other parent's household it may be different from you but bite your tongue it's none mm. of your business you're not together anymore so it's none of your business what happens. So definitely a clear parenting plan so that there's no confusion. Everybody's on the same page. And, you know, you don't have to go through the courts. I don't know why people feel like they have to use the court to do everything. You don't. You can get a mediator. I mediate situations all the time. Oh, my goodness. It's not easy. But you could go through a mediator and just say, this is what we're going to agree to. Why spend money? I mean, the amount of money that you pay for me for my services, it's a fraction of the cost of lawyer fees and court costs and all this back and forth. You know, you could just make a decision and trust each other that you would carry it out. You know, so I mean, that that's where I would start with a couple like this.
Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, um, I'm gonna tell you. Anybody that's listening, I, I think a lot of you give me a yes in the chat if you either have or are experiencing family drama. You know, in terms of your marriage, your the situation with your child, uh, baby mama, baby daddy drama, or whatever. Or maybe your own parents. You know, I, I mm. talked to um, a young person not too long ago who was having problems with his parents where he couldn't get his parents to acknowledge some of the things that they did to him growing up. It just seems like that's just a virus that's everywhere. You don't even need your parents to acknowledge, to forgive them. Because the sad part about it is that when people do you wrong, good grief, it would be so nice if they asked you for forgiveness. Mm. <laughs> but they won't. And even if they do ask you for forgiveness, you're still left with this traumatized body that you need to heal. Mm. So, yeah, thank you for apologizing. But now I can't even walk down the street or I can't even have a healthy relationship. I have trust issues in my relationships. I I can't sleep at night because I have nightmares. You just left me in this traumatized soul. And now I got to do the work to heal. So whether they ask you for permission or not, you still have to learn forgiveness. Wow. Yeah. I, I do agree with that. Forgiveness is is a superpower. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you know, wish Kiki the best. Um, you know, I I I'm not surprised by the drama when, you know, I don't know. I, I just always mm-hmm. It's like in Hollywood, people end up doing the most to get attention, and they kind of go over the top with everything. And and so I always, honestly, is I loved, I loved, I love Kiki when she did Akila and the Bee. That was you know, her shining moment. She was wonderful. <laughs> she was this beautiful little child, and I and you just had all this hope for her. And then, unfortunately, we just have this crazy, loud, ratchet culture, you know. And I saw her. It seemed to me, honestly, I felt like she was trying to fit into that. She's a but, feisty lady. Ain't yeah, she? <laughs> and, and and God bless her. God bless her. But it was almost like she was trying to, like, do all these things. Because in Hollywood, it's all about being hip and being cool and being accepted and following the crowd. It's not about being yourself and being genuine and being decent and making smart choices and being balanced and being healthy. Right? Healthy is not exciting. <laughs> right? That's why healthy people don't get picked first. The dramatic, crazy people get picked for relationships and and you got and, and, and if you're a healthy person you have to sort through all that nonsense you know so i think with with, with kiki and darius and all that I, I honestly i'm not surprised you know if, if somebody had asked me two years ago how much you want to bet that these two are going to get married and live happily ever after i said oh i'll, I'll take that bet <laughs> i'll take 50 50 to 1 odds on that bet uh because because i just didn't see it you know so and it's sad. It's sad when you can predict it, but then again, maybe that's a symptom of my of my old age. I can predict things. Like when Kim Kardashian got married, I was like, oh, not not before Kanye. I was like, oh, this is which marriage? It, right, right. She had four marriages. Yeah, yeah. I can't even imagine what she's telling herself now. Well, you know, we'll, four. We'll t- one day we'll talk about Kim yeah. Kardashian, right? That's and Kanye is <laughs> close to home since Kanye called me last year for the convention. I don't want to. You know, but we did talk about. I did. I did tell him straight up. I said I never would have married a Kardashian. I would have married. I said I married me a Donda, because the Donda. Oh Lord, you said that's right. You said I did say that. You know what? He got real silent. He didn't even respond. You know, I don't know. Well, you know what? He was thinking. The thing is that he was processing a lot. I really, I, I know how you see the interaction, but I saw it is really helping him. Well, whether, whether I think he not. digested it. I think he still looks up to you, boys. I really think that there's something special there. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? I'm more hopeful than you are. Well, let's let's be hopeful. Okay. But either way, though, <laughs> either way, I did I did say that. I said, you know, my wife is a Donda. She's from Chicago. She's a professor. She's a strong black woman. That's what your mama was. And uh, I, so I'm gonna be honest. I'm I'm biased. 
you know, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to be, a, I don't want to be in the in the middle of the Kardashians. I wouldn't even know what I, if I, I, I even imagining myself sitting at the dinner table with the Kardashians, like what would we like, talk about? <laughs> I can't even imagine doing that because you know, because everything's about flash and looking good. And I'm, I'm a, I like substance. I like. Well, she's you know, an Instagram model. Yeah, yeah. And so... God, God bless her though. God bless her and her whole billion dollar empire yeah. built on what appears to me to be almost nonsense. But whatever, you know, she could go wear her skims and make her money. God bless her, but. That's not what I envision in terms of like the kind of family I want to be a part of. Like I see the Donda. The Donda is like that's that Asada Shakur energy, like super smart, uh, super strong, been through some things, loves her black man, you know, got some issues you got to work through. But if you work through her issues, she'll help work through yours. You know, like we down for the community. We're the building blocks. Right. So I think that there are people in the community. I'm going to give a shout out to everybody who's in this category. But I think that there are just these black people that are the building blocks for the black community. I call them intelligent black people, not because of how much education you have or how much money you have. I call you intelligent black people because, in my view, you are the talented 10th based on your commitment and and what you're made of. You're solid human beings. You know who the hell you are. You know who the hell you want to be. And you know the hell you know who the hell your adversary is. And, and I think that there are people, millions of people like that in the community. And my goal is to bring everybody together. You know, mm-hmm. so that's why we do the convention and all that. But anyway, guys, we're about to get out of here. I got some stuff I got to do. I know my wife does, too. Thank you all for checking out Pillow Talk with Dr. Boyce and Dr. Alicia Watkins. Uh, my name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. And uh, again, if you'd like to check out what Alicia does, uh, you know, she's a therapist. She sees lots of couples and individuals and stuff like that. You can go to coaching with Dr. Alicia dot com. Uh, and also, if you want to check out her uh, her next uh, healing group, which starts Sunday, you can go to DrAliciaWellness.com. That's DrAliciaWellness.com. So please hit the thumbs up button. Uh, don't forget we're on Spotify and Apple. Just look up my name. We will see you all soon. Take care. Peace. Bye, everyone. Do you have a 10 o'clock?